Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today we'll be discussing developing a narcissism filter. So a narcissism filter is a term I use to describe how we interpret and discern what the narcissistic perpetrator is saying from what they actually mean. As we know, narcissists are extremely deceptive. They'll use gaslighting. They'll use word salad manipulation and just try to, uh, in essence, control and abuse their victims by doing that. So what we want to do is we want to develop this filter so we can take what is said and understand what is truly being said, the motivation, the intention behind the very specific words that are being used. So this filter is extremely vital, uh, as it can mean the difference between uh, being pulled back into an abusive relationship, being hoovered back by the narcissist, uh, their attempts to get you back in, and ultimately being able to be free. So it's important to understand a couple of concepts here. First of all, the narcissistic abuser is not one with their word. They're separate. So someone who's moral and ethical and, and true to themselves, when they speak, they're expressing their authentic self. And you can say this person is true to their word or one with their word, or they are their word, right? Uh, meaning that what they speak, when they speak, they're expressing their feelings, their values, and they honor their promises and commitments that they make, even if it is just verbal. So someone who's disconnected from their word, uh, they see how they can use words to manipulate and by saying whatever they want, when they want to uh, say it, in the tone they want to say it, at the specific time, for no true care as to how others are feeling, they're able to, you know, specifically narcissistic abusers are able to use words to manipulate victims. Obviously, words are extremely powerful. They evoke reactions in other people. They're a way of communicating energy as well. So therefore, they use words, something very powerful that can be used to connect to ultimately manipulate and hurt people. So narcissists study their victims and identify what it is that has importance to them and what words, what are trigger words, and use those very words to evoke a specific reaction in order to get a strong reaction. And once you get somebody reactive, you can ultimately uh, control and manipulate them and hurt them much easier. So on the way out of an abusive relationship with a narcissistic perpetrator, uh, with an, uh, an abusive relationship, right? In an attempt to hook you back in, narcissistic abusers will use these trigger words, try to get you dysregulated, distract you, usually love and, and, and fear, intimidation in order to manipulate victims through their very own emotions. Like as you can say, they're using their own emotions, the victim's own emotions against them. Now this is why it's so important to identify what's being said and why it's being said, what the intention is, it is not random. The words, the way they use them, uh, narcissists use these words. And now here's the thing, if a person is too reactive, if they're unable to uh, look past their initial feeling, then they're going to be highly reactive and ultimately very easily manipulated. So it's important to develop the skill of non-reactivity and feel the pain, work through the pain and create a pause where you can uh, understand, okay, I feel this way, what's actually going on? That way you can create a little bit of an interruption and ultimately study what's going on as opposed to getting reactive and, and people pleasing or running away or dissociating or shutting down. And once we do this, once we're highly reactive in this way, we actually give away our power and we end up being uh, stuck and staying stuck and usually getting pulled back into these narcissistically abusive relationships. Now, once we can take responsibility for our triggers, for our reactions, for our emotions, uh, this is otherwise known as our wounds, right? And practice that pause, like I mentioned, that non-reactivity work on that life skill, uh, which is feeling the initial feeling without reacting. Uh, and then it's giving us the mindfulness, the, the time we need to identify what is really going on. Once this is done, uh, when this is the case, you can really set yourself free from the prison of the narcissistically abusive relationship and ultimately from the prison of our own minds, from the past, from our heads, living in our heads, and just be able to be truly present. 
So I wanna go through some of the terms that narcissists use and give my interpretation of what they're really trying to say. So obviously, narcissists, when they say these words, they evoke strong reactions in other people, usually people who uh, are, are real with themselves and people who uh, understand the true meaning behind these words. But if you just go ahead and use these words randomly, they really can do great damage, especially if you're using it to hurt another person. So to begin, one of the most popular ones is, I love you, right? So when, says, when a narcissistic abuser says, I love you, really what they're saying is, I love of how you serve me, how you make me feel. Uh, I use you. I love the fact that I can use you. I love the fact that you're the most efficient narcissistic supply. Uh, in fact, I hate you. I don't love you at all. Love is not, they cannot love because they have no sense of self and you need a sense of self to have self-love and then to ultimately love another person, you need empathy. So they cannot do that. So ultimately love is not the same as it is in your dictionary as it is in theirs. Uh, in essence, it, it means don't leave me or else I will feel abandoned and shameful, so I'm gonna use this powerful emotion of love to reel you in. Next, what they'll say is, you're the most incredible person I have ever met or I've ever seen, you're just beautiful beyond words, right? So all those love bombing statements, what they're trying to say is, I love how you ultimately make me feel, how you submit to me and love me, not realizing that I have a zero care for you and that I'm ultimately using you. Uh, I decide how great you are. If you leave me, then you are worthless. Next statement, I will never be the same without you. Without you, I am nothing, right? To make you feel really good about yourself, like, oh, you're so needed. Uh, so in essence, I need you. So here's what they're saying. I need you to give me value by always serving me. So I need that narcissistic supply. Uh, without me, you are nothing. So to make you feel worthless, lower your self-esteem, essentially giving you no value outside of what you can do for them. I gave you everything you have. Your life would suck without me. Make you feel dependent. So ultimately, we need this relationship. You got to make it work. You got to be codependent and serve me. Uh, the next popular statement is, you're my soulmate. We belong together. You hear this all the time, and it's very powerful because if you're looking for a soulmate, you just say those words, and you have this incredible, powerful, intimate connection that gets created. And what they're really trying to say is, I own you. I control you and you will never find somebody as great as me, and you need to stay because our souls were bound forever, right? So obviously a strong statement there. And finally, how could you do this to our family? You're breaking up our family. They'll do this to guilt trip you, to play on that emotion of guilt. And if you already have guilt from childhood, it'll get triggered, and then you'll feel all this guilt, and then you'll stick around. Uh, really what they're trying to say is, I screwed this up. I cannot take responsibility for my actions, and so I need you here so I can dump on you and make you feel like you're the bad guy, but really it's my own shame and guilt that I'm refusing to face. So it's so important to not just take what is said face value, but look at the motivation, the intention behind what is being communicated. And what you'll do is you'll identify that what is going on is true manipulation. Now, it's important, so important. Whatever you feel immediately after the narcissist does something or says something is usually the emotion that they're trying to evoke. Uh, usually guilt and shame, fear, intimidation, you know, humiliation. So that's the feeling that when they awaken that feeling, and you give away your power by reacting strongly, in essence, they control you. So what you wanna do in order to take your power back is you want to own that feeling. It's coming from you, it's your feeling. So even though they're causing it to be felt, it's your feeling, usually from a past wound. Accept responsibility for that feeling, identify the feeling, work through it, identify your specific immediate reaction, work through that, and your immediate self-talk, work through that. Just take responsibility for you and realize that 
nobody else can save you from your own self. You need to really focus on yourself and heal, be your own healer, and then you don't give away your power to other people to save you, to fix you, to love you, to give you protection, safety, and love, all the things we wanted from childhood, but rather you can give those to yourself, and that's how you take your power away from the narcissist. So I hope this podcast resonated with you. Uh, I myself have a very strong narcissism filter. I can pretty much read right through it because I was raised by a narcissist, so everything was just manipulation. I had to become really good at this skill, and it'd be an honor to help you develop this extremely potentially life-saving skill so you can truly set yourself free from the narcissism and the narcissistic abuse and the prison that is a relationship with a narcissist so if you're struggling this way please reach out for a free 15-minute consultation my email info at yitzepstein.com my phone 818-210-6049 thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode until next time all the very best